two, one. Hi. Hi. I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm O Katrina. And this is Woman Woman Up Podcast. Podcast. Wow, that was really good. Like, we're finally kind of getting it. You're the best ever. Uh, So welcome, those of you watching live, this is on twitch.tv slash Sarah the Rebel. Those of you listening some other time, we are on allgames.com. We are a feminist cat lady podcast. Deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and today we're talking cool geeky news as well as our main topic of con season. Yes, uh, this week and next are two major conventions. The first is Anime Expo and then the second, of course, is San Diego Comic Con. And I've been preparing as best as I could. I, I'm doing my laundry tonight. Yeah. I tried to Google how to Skype my cat today so to make sure he's alright. I saw that. Yeah, and then it was like, how to Skype your cat about guns. I'm <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> Kitty? Kitty, mommy needs you to go get her semi-automatic. It's in the top of the closet. The safety is on. You're just going to want to hit the button. So that was, it was an interesting Google result. I'm like really wondering who, who was like, I have got to call my cat. Rednecks. (laughs) Every redneck in one state at the same time, NBC News was like, or Fox was like, uh, are, is your cat protected from your guns? Find out tonight at 11. Everybody's like, oh, God. I have to call my cat right now and talk to it about gun safety. Oh, my God. Yep. So that's, that's what I was doing tonight. I think it was, I've been made some great progress. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not going to see, like, my actual, the one costume I'm making until tomorrow, because my friend is making it. So I've got a new idea for a costume. It's cat gun safety. <laughs> I will represent it. With a gun. And a cat. To the news! The news is... um, Well, there's a lot of news this week. There's tons of news. So first off, we want to talk a little bit about the lineup that has been announced for the all-new, all-different Marvel comics. Yes! I'm going to share a link with you guys so you can see along with us. Um, We're just going to talk about some of our favorites, but there's tons of them from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all the way down to Web Warriors. I just did A through W because I'm really cool. Not bad. Um, Do you have any that you were most interested in talking about? Uh, Of course, all new, all different Avengers is Mm -hmm. going to be really excited. But Mark Wade, who uh, just finished the Princess Leia comic, he's written Deadpool, a bunch of other great stuff. Um, He kind of teased something and he's like... The direct pull quote was, after what happens to Miss Marvel, everything will change. And I'm like, what's going to happen to her? If y'all hurt her. <laughs> Do not hurt my precious baby. Do not hurt her. I will hurt you. Uh, and so I'm just really worried about that, but I'm really excited about this new lineup. Uh, Miss America Chavez is mm-hmm. making her return in the Ultimates yes. next to Misty. Or, no, Misty Monica. Mm-hmm. Monica uh, Lambeau. Uh, and then, um... Uh, uh, that the, hero named... Uh, it's a Hulk hero. <laughs> Guy from Wakanda. Uh, Black Panther. Wakanda. Black Panther. Yeah, we are Wakanda. You got there. Great Twitter. You, you got there, yes. Great Twitter, great Twitter we page. Twitter. Great, we, we Twitter. We come here today. We come here So, those, those are two big highlights for me. Um... I really, I am interested, but also a little worried about Spider-Woman, because Spider-People are not allowed to have families and be happy, so the fact that she's pregnant makes me worried. And she's hella pregnant, too. She's not, <laughs> she's not like, I might have an abortion by the second one, like, no, no, that baby's happening. She's super duper pregnant. She's super pregnant. Um, yeah. My concern about her pregnancy is more just the fact that, I hate to be this way, but it's an all-male team working on her comic. And mm. pregnancy would have, would be such a cool thing to see a comic, like, dealing with a woman who's pregnant, and the, first of all, being a pregnant woman, not about being a superhero, brings about this whole thing that people who've never been pregnant before don't really know about. Mm-hmm. Then um, add to it that you're a superhero, that could be very interesting and intriguing if they actually know to do it. So, fingers crossed! Fingers I, can. you know, I hope that they use the, um, the inside-out technique of hi, we're 45-year-old men, so instead we put all of the women on our staff in the writing office and ask them what it's like to be a little girl. So, What is is it like? How do you be a little girl? How do you little girl? So, yeah, so I hope that they're at least very, they take it very seriously and think about it. Um, Because that was my biggest, my biggest critique with this whole lineup of comics is that there are almost no female creators. Um, The line of, Creators, writers, artists on the, the comic 
uh, or comics were the very much lacking in the lady department. So, although interestingly enough, for Captain Marvel, it's going to be um, Tara Butters and Michelle Fazekas, who uh, were the showrunners on Agent Carter. Yes. Um, so I was pretty surprised to see that, mm-hmm. and um, also kind of curious what that will mean for her story and for Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very happy to see that Spider-Gwen is called Spider-Gwen, by the way. Yay. I just really love that, like, fans created her name. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she was never... Because when she was introduced, she was supposed to be Spider-Woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and we all just started calling her Spider-Gwen, mm-hmm. and I love that they're like, yep, that's who she is, fuck it. Spider-Gwen. Yep. So I can't wait for the next Gwensday. Uh, Yay! And there's, like, Gwenpool now, <laughs> Um, Miles Morales is going to be our Spider-Man, and Peter Take Parker that. will be there as the amazing Spider-Man, because they're still racist. The fucks, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I think that'll be interesting, because in his, isn't the, that Peter Parker is going to be having a family in that one? Yes. Uh, so right now during Secret Wars, I believe he has a family. I'm not sure if they're still there. He's like, uh, and I'm not sure which preview, because... I'll be really honest, like, it takes a lot for me to care about a Peter Parker story. Right, So too. I generally skip over them unless they look really good, and so, like, there there was, like, a preview where he was basically Iron Man, and he had, like, a Spider-Mobile that was, like, the Batman Tumblr, and I'm like, I don't know if I like this. Like, right. Peter's a fucking dork. Why is he being Rico Suave? So I, I'm waiting for it. Um, a lot of this you'll need to know what happened in Secret Wars to understand some of it, so... For me, it's about waiting for the trade paperbacks of Secret Wars to come out. Right. I'm very lucky. My friend Capuan, just whenever I get antsy when we're in line for something, just hands me his phone like I'm a child (laughs) and has me read Secret Wars like I'm his toddler (laughs) that he is keeping occupied. So I am actually all caught up on that. And a little ashamed, but a little not ashamed that that's Mm -hmm. how I have to be treated. Um, Of course, we're happy to see... There's an airplane. Um, airplane. I I was very happy to see that um, a lot of people who did survive, for example, you know, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. um, the, the A-Force, uh, you know, She-Hulk still being a boss. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also interesting that Wolverine is now going to be X, oh my god, is it 23 or 22? I can never remember what number she is. X-23, okay. yeah. X-23 is going to be Wolverine, which I think will be interesting. I actually really liked the cover that they showed because mm-hmm. she was shaped like a real woman. Not, not that other women aren't fake, but I mean actually like a mostly realistically proportioned person versus mm-hmm. elastic women's yeah, that like we have. Yeah, like comic women. Right. Yeah. I don't mean like different, she's shaped different like the from correct real women. women. Yeah, right. different right. animated, drawn with pen women. Right. Um, yeah, I totally I totally agree with that. I'm I'm excited at the, the diverse line of superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the diverse line of creators is like not so diverse, but it's really cool to see people come back. Um, did They announced Gamora, oh, yeah, and, right? And Kitty Pride is uh, the new Star-Lord in one of them. Yes, because she's dating Star-Lord. I don't... What happened? Oh, no. Nothing. Uh, what? No, I don't know nothing. <sighs> nothing about... I don't know nothing about nothing. I don't know shit about shit. All I know is that Yvonne did not die in the final chapter of Princess Leia, and that's all I care about. <laughs> uh, been, I, I also finished uh, Princess Leia, and I have to say, uh, I think Kat enjoyed it less than I did. Mm. I, I kind of... As you know, the person who can go around and loot 38 plants, <laughs> I can take a lot of joy in uh, less actiony things and more, like, diplomatic things, so I actually enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And that hug at the end between the two of them did make me cry. I know. And her speech made me cry. Her speech had me like, oh, Leia, I love you. Like, right. And so, you know, uh, we're going to talk about this on, an, on another show, uh, mm-hmm. my show, Most Eisley Comic Porch. Yes. So I'm going to be recording yes. that from the con. That's going to be so, terrible. Um, but we, so we won't talk about so that. We won't talk about it too much. But yeah, tune in. Um, so Kevin, you know what? I've met the man. I still don't remember how to pronounce his last name. Kevin Feige. 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 Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Feige. Foe. Um, <laughs> basically gave super vague answers as to when we could expect to see LGBT uh, characters uh, on the screen, mm-hmm. which was. I read an article that was basically like they wonder if maybe he was thinking lead character, mm. um, like like cyborg is mm-hmm. about cyborg type of of thing. Even that's DC. Mm. Um, so, but we don't know because we got a super vague question, a super vague answer. But if that's the case, that's fucked up. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. His his responses were kind of mixed. I think the question itself threw him off. Um, so, like, I, like, kind of give him a little leeway, like, oh, I didn't think about that. Nobody told me about that. So, 
but aside from that, like, it's just lazy of Marvel to not include... Like, Daredevil himself, uh, and this hasn't been acknowledged in the show, Daredevil is bi. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important for, you know, bi-visibility because... Right, they erased this, Constantine's we're bisexuality, here. too. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did that with Constantine. They have a history of kind of taking away bisexuality, just like in real life. Mm. Um, so it's extra worrying that they're not like, yes, wait till you see the the best friend of this hero coming out and you know there's just gonna be this random mention of yeah I gotta get back and see my husband and that's gonna be it like it would be so easy it would be to the do. easiest you don't thing. have to make it part of the story at all like mm-hmm. and honestly I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine does a really great job of it where like the their captain mm-hmm. doesn't act flamboyant doesn't act what TV has taught us is gay. Mm-hmm. Um, he just is gay. He just goes home to eat dinner with his husband. With his husband. It's not a big deal. Right. So it wouldn't be that big of a deal to keep that in the script as a throw, as not a throwaway line, but a sideline. Right. So it's, it, was a, it was a disappointing answer. Um, yeah. I hope that Marvel, in the aftermath of it, because of the fan reaction that it's already got, I hope Marvel's really thinking about that. Right, now. and it was even hilarious what he like what he said. He was like, "Well, we have a big history of it in the comics." Like, yep, yeah, yeah. you do. It's but why it's hasn't not this come there. up? Wait, like, why hasn't this come up then? Uh, yeah, <laughs> the whole like, oh well, maybe it'll happen in Phase with No, like, yeah. it's so easy to write a line. It really and do is a movie. just one little thing, and you or don't even, need to make it a big thing. Yeah, right. Even not a line. Even showing somebody's desk and it's a picture of their husband easy. or their wife. Instant, like it's there's so many ways you can do this. Like, because I'm hoping that by phase four we have Young Avengers, and that is bo- Billy and Teddy Super smack dab in your fucking face being gay. All of them gay. <laughs> Everybody's gay. Everyone but on Kate the Young Bishop. Avengers is gay. No, Kate's kind of gay too. But then, yeah, America's <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you're also gay, princess. And she's like, you don't know me. Yeah, so I I think Marvel has they they should be paving the way right now. You know what else kind of bothers me about this whole thing? Like, because we've gotten so phases, far in the future thinking, mm-hmm. I think it has limited them on Easter eggs. So, mm-hmm. for example, it would be very easy to have America Chavez walking in the background anytime you shoot in New York. Mm-hmm. You could just have a girl that fans will know is America Chavez. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to have her say anything. Just the acknowledgement that she's there and she's on screen would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. But they're, I feel like they're so worried, like, oh, well, what if we make it this show? What if we make it that show? Like, dude, seriously, you're not making these movies until, like, five years from now. Yeah. I will forget... What actress played her? Like, it's fine. We there have been so you. many recasts. Rhodey right. is not the same person right. anymore. <laughs> Clearly. Like, you think that slipped past us? <laughs> no, we, like, we're we able saw. to tell. Like, you don't, you don't just switch up the black men. Right. Like, they're not all the we same. Like, okay, that's a different black man. You can't So it's me. like, you can just recast them. If right. you throw in, like, somebody on the back, uh, like, in the back now, it's not right. going to be that big of a deal. Like, Wiccan like. or Hulkling and Spider-Man would be perfectly sensical, especially with the age that mm-hmm. they're casting Spider-Man. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Oh, because y'all so worried you might one day in ten years make a show suck my dick, Marvel. Just do it. Yeah, just do it, man. Don't be don't be babies. Like stop stop being so excited about being pioneers of of nerd film without actually being pioneers. So right. yeah. Um I think next up I wanted to give a quick mention to Hasbro. Hasbro for once again doing something really stupid. Uh, um, recently I'm sure you guys heard of it, so I'm not gonna spend too too much time on it. Um, they mislabeled all of the dinosaurs on the Jurassic World par- packaging as girls. And everyone was as, like... Uh, as boys. As boys. Uh, and they're all girls. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I mean, if you guys don't remember The Lost World, there's a really good reason that they're girls. Right. So, yeah, they've consistently always been girls. And, uh, it was mislabeled, and everyone was like, it's not that big of a deal. But you know what? If Hasbro called Optimus Prime a sheet, you motherfuckers would be shitting your pants. Right. I'm sorry, Mrs. H. I'm very upset. <laughs> Hopefully Mrs. H isn't watching. Hopefully Mrs. H is... Uh, Mrs. H, this is a social issue, and I'm sorry and very passionate about it. No, I completely <laughs> agree with you. If we made the opposite mistake, if we were calling boys' characters females, but I feel like that's what frustrates me so much more than actual sexism, is this unconscious sexism that mm-hmm. so many people do, which is, oh, it's a boy toy, it's a toy for boys. Boys like dinosaurs. Obviously, these dinosaurs are have to be boys. Boys mm-hmm. don't really like girls. And it's just like, it's also just lazy. You know, both of us have been in market. We know how many hands that that shit goes through. Mm -hmm. That was a one-paragraph copy that went through at least five people for approval. And none of them were like, the dinosaurs are girls. And it has the phrase clever in it. Clever girls. Nobody remembers that part? No. Not clever gentlemen. 
Yeah. Not Clever Bros. Yeah, Clever Girl. Clever they girl. have since issued an apology. They're relabeling their packaging, but it's these mistakes that make, make me really nervous. Like, a lot of the Star Wars community immediately reacted and said, what are they going to do to Phasma? Like, right. what if they label her? And this was across the board Star Wars. Like, guys were like, they can't misgender Captain Phasma. So she's already, like... Boba Fett status important to everybody, right. which I think is endearing and Because wonderful. that's actually something that we all have to worry about now. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Hasbro. Hasbro. Now we're worried. Fuckers. Assholes. Um, that's so, why they never send me figurines. I always call them assholes. It's fine. I don't want your boy toys. Yeah, I don't want your boy toys. I'll just get girl toys for, yeah. for me with my fucking Wonder Woman I'm Barbie. Etsy. Fuck mm. you. That Wonder Woman Barbie has a thigh gap, though, but we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ask E.L. James happened on Twitter. We'll only briefly cover this. Not super It was geek. a train wreck. Oh! Uh, basically, the only reason I even wanted to bring it up is, if you're ever curious about the difference between critique and harassment, we did a podcast on it. You should go back and listen to it. I believe it was episode five. Mm-hmm. Um, that can give you the full rundown. Some of these tweets told the line, um, yeah. but Anne Rice... Uh, stood up for E.L. James and was like, you know, you're picking on her and don't give me this critique versus blah, blah, blah. If you're using foul language, if you're attacking her personally, this is what it is. And so I was happy to... I'm on both sides. I'm like, yes, I agree with Anne Rice Mm -hmm. and anyone making those kinds of statements, that's really bad. On the other hand, this is a woman who has steadfastly refused to acknowledge that she's written problematic books. Mm -hmm. Or to at least say, hey girls, my book was a fantasy. If this is happening in real life, you need to call someone. She could fucking do a PSA like in the 90s. It would be fine. And her book stuck. And just everything sucks, and she's writing off... Like, the whole idea of it is she's writing off the popularity of Stephanie Meyer. Right. And she writes problematic books. So, Mm -hmm. for for me, I don't think that anyone should have threatened to hurt her or done anything like that. Or called her a bitch or a cunt or anything like that. Yeah, that's always... That's where you stop, but Mm -hmm. I am all about sarcastic tweets. Right. That was satirical criticism. Yes. Earned. Yeah, like, yeah, and I think it was great. And it's so funny because over the past three days we've had Ask E.L. James, which was a train wreck, Ask Bobby, which was a horrible train wreck, and today Ask Obama or Ask um Ask Barack or Ask Obama or something, I didn't and it went really well. Or Ask POTUS, yes. The problem is, you guys should call me or Katrina before you schedule a Twitter. Chat. Really should I? Don't know who these social media managers are like. I almost want to jump back in the game so that I could just be like a social media Jedi master. Come out like hold the fuck up, (laughs) peace apprentice. Can you stop and not put that on the internet? Like, who suggests these things? My dark apprentice, you're being led astray. (laughs) That's what I would say. So don't be a bad social media person. Don't suggest things like asking uh, or like Q and A's for universally hated people because it won't work. Right, and she does tend to block people. I mean, she has Matilda blocked. Mm-hmm. Like she's she doesn't want to listen to reason. She doesn't want to have the conversation. So I do think that she criticism money. of what she's doing is earned. Mm-hmm. But again, go back and watch her old podcast and understand why you should not be calling her a boo boo head. Uh, we will not talk about Jeremy Renner because he's still a fuck boy. He's on press tour. He's being a fuck boy. That's the end of the story. Uh, so Justin Lin uh, has possibly told us the name of Star Trek Three. Actually, I think they did confirm it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You know what? Don't take my word for it. Um, but. Uh, actually, why don't I just click on it, and I can actually <laughs> tell you if they confirmed it at the end of the article. Uh, but basically, he tweeted an image from the upcoming Star Trek Three movie, mm-hmm. and he hashtagged it Star Trek Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, and nope, they have not confirmed that that's the name. But Idris Elba is going to be in it, and um, Simon Pegg is helping with the script. Mm-hmm. So, And, you know, he did a really good job with the Fast and Furious movies. So there's a part of me that's like, this could all go very well. However, (laughs) as much as there were strong female characters in Fast and Furious, and I put quotations because they were still completely for the male gaze and not in any way, shape, or form for women, Mm -hmm. um, given the problematic miniskirt-esque things that the new folks of Star Trek uh, did in the previous two movies, which, P.S., is not part of Gene Roddenberry's thing, I mean, whatever, we won't get all into it. Anyway... Um, I mean, it was the 70s. We're not in the 70s. Give them normal dresses. Yeah. Or pants. Or pants put everyone in dresses. Nice. Or put everyone in pants. pants. This is fine. Anyway. Oh or, or be like the military, where if they wore skirts, they're, they had to be a specific length. Like, they're supposed to be professional. I don't know what you're doing, Star Trek people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so bottom line is, that and him concern me, as Tim Gunn would say. Mm. So I'm not getting super hype about it. 
I'm, I'm still on the wait and see, but I am a, I am to Star Trek as Katrina is to Star Wars, so I didn't Yay. mean to attack you. My oh, nails it's okay. Just then. Don't worry about it. Um, so the next one, I could actually tie that in with two things. Uh, Nolan North uh, was out doing press recently. Uh, he might You might know him as the voice of Nathan Drake from Uncharted. He talked a little bit about the unco- upcoming Uncharted. He also sort of let it slip that there's going to be... Um, a Star Wars 1313-esque game, so that's mm-hmm. further confirming that. But, the top of the news of whatever, Norland North was just like, I'll just tell you whatever. Like, And <laughs> <laughs> so, and then he farted into the camera. He was like, here, you want to know some news? Did you see that? Like, uh, did you see that interview that Paul Rudd did where the chair sounded like he was farting? And he was like, well, this is awkward. Oh, well. <laughs> No, I didn't. didn't. He, like, throws the poor reporter off because he keeps, like, squintly, like, moves every time he's about to answer a question, so he's always farting. Excellent. (laughs) I approve. I heartily approve. Back to Nolan North. You can reveal Uh, this. Yes, so The Last of Us apparently has a sequel coming out. Because he was like, oh, yeah, they're busy working on The Last of Us 2. Now, (laughs) this is not getting confirmed at all, and it is entirely possible that he meant The Last of Us movie, or that he just had no idea what they're working on and said Mm -hmm. The Last of Us 2, and that wasn't true. Mm -hmm. Which is something that can happen. It's not like the games companies are constantly calling their old voice actors and telling them exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's just not how it works. Um, But... It would make perfect sense because it was a very successful video game. Nowadays, you don't just release one successful video game. If it's successful, you make a sequel. Mm-hmm. Even if it's mildly successful, you make a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. What a lot of people are asking for is what I'd love to see, but you know good and darn well that they will not give it to us. But it is a grown-up, hard-ass Ellie who's going to have a girlfriend that doesn't die. Mm-hmm. And that's what everyone wants. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to get it. No. They'll never give that to you. Nobody's, nobody's allowed to have happy girlfriend relationships. Um, so those of you who watch me on here normally know that I went to a three-day event at the Egyptian Theater where we watched a bunch of old 80s movies, including um, Legend and uh, Labyrinth, Conan, Conan the Destroyer, uh, Lady Hawk, and uh, Boop Boop Dragonslayer. Anyway, they were all really great, and surprisingly, all had people come and talk to us, which was amazing, because Valeria... The actress who plays her, Sandal, was actually there. And, nice. and she's like 63 and still looks like she could kick my ass. And she was one of the greatest characters ever created in a fantasy movie. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> But I held it in. Nobody saw that I was, well, Rick probably saw because he was sitting next to me. And he kept looking at me because I kept doing this because I was trying to contain myself. <laughs> uh, but they shared some really interesting news. You can check my Twitter for like more of like a live tweet kind of thing about it. Um, but what I do know is a Dark Crystal sequel is in the works. Um, they have a script that Brian Henson, the son of Jim Henson, actually likes. And just so you don't think he's a son trying to cash in on his father's um, like fame, he has he always worked with his father as soon as he was of age. So he's mm-hmm. actually very intimately was a part of his father's crew. Anyway, so they have they said they have a script that they really like. That makes me happy. And um, <clears throat> at the Conan one, they said that they there's a the King Conan script that they're working on is a really good script and they're excited about it and the person who said that was shitting on Conan the Destroyer the entire time so I know they're telling the truth because wow. Conan the Destroyer is a shitty movie and they were just like yeah that movie's crap mm-hmm. that movie taught me not to work with that guy that and Red Sonia and, and like the girl <laughs> the lady who plays Valeria also plays the bad guy Red Sonia she was like yeah if I'd known how bad Red Sonia was so bad that me and Arnold were sitting there and we were like if you call this a Conan movie we'll quit. <laughs> <laughs> So they were, like, being really real, so the fact that they were being very honest about shitty things tells me that I feel a little more confident about them saying the King Conan script is good. But I would be down for a Red Sonja movie if Gail Simone were at the helm. It would be so good. Gail, please. great. And y'all could honestly bring back that little karate kid from the first movie, because he was actually the only hilarious little kid I've ever seen in a show. Aya! 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 Okay. Anyway. I'm sure if he can't physically come back. Right, because um. he's an adult now. He's probably older than me. We could, he's probably got a child my age now. Um, so, oh, I kind of want to talk about Guillermo yeah, del Toro. Yeah, talk about Guillermo. Guillermo del Guillermo. Toro uh, is not having good luck with movies, even though he's apparently very lovable and nice. Um, he is... Reportedly rumored to be off of Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. which was very highly anticipated, which would mark what was the last? Because this wasn't this wasn't the first movie this year that right. got canceled. Uh, was it for the him. Silent Hills? One? Yes, Silent Hill. Oh, the, the yeah, the video games Silent Hills. So a lot of his projects are getting like canned. 
uh, and I don't know why, but you seem to... Well, it sounded like this one wasn't canned. It Mm -hmm. sounded like it was moved over to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And he's working on Pacific Rim 2 and Crimson Peak, so it might have just been that he was like, I'm not interested in this anymore. I wrote it, here you go, someone else could do it. Mm -hmm. We don't know, for sure. Um, So I I don't know that much about it. But uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt also talked about Sandman a bit, and... What he's saying does sound like he gets what that comic was about in, at its heart, which is mm-hmm. often something that, as fans, we're always concerned about when people try to make adaptions. Is like, okay, you took like the cool scenes and you made it a movie, but you didn't get why we loved this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he actually seems like he gets why people love Sandman, but I am concerned because he's like, oh, the reason it's going to be great as a movie is can you imagine those visuals? Uh, whereas all the fans are like, story, 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 but he is also like, story, 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 so... Hopefully it works out for all you you Sandman fans. But he seems to feel very confident in it. Uh, Back to the Future is 30. They Mm -hmm. had uh, an apparently really, really great concert at the um, Hollywood Bowl the other day uh, with a full orchestra. I had a bunch of friends that went. They had a great time. And topping off that news is the fact that Robert Zemeckis will not let a Back to the Future reboot happen over his dead body. You go, man. Verbatim quote. You the real MVP. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like, that's like on the list of movies that you just don't... Like... You don't touch Jumanji. Can't touch this. You don't. T- you don't touch Back to the Future. You, there's like a certain amount of things that like there's no way you can make this as good as the original, and I right. think that's part of it. But on the uh, flip side, um, because this isn't a remake, the the Ghostbusters out. I mean, do you want to talk about Back to the Future? I'm so excited. No, no, about that. I don't. I felt like it was a good leeway. I actually don't <laughs> like Back to the Future at all, but I am very happy that they're not going to remake it because I quite honestly. The vast majority of remakes aren't good. They're just cash grabs. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mad Max was such a random, oh, somehow this worked. Uh, Gem looks like it's going to be utter shite. Absolute shite. So, I mean, I'm I'm not generally for them, so I'm always happy to hear when someone's not making a remake. But speaking of remakes, the Ghostbusters outfits were revealed, and Aaron actually showed this to me. Mm -hmm. He, like, just showed it to me silently, and we just looked at each other and just smiled. Because... They're not half tops. Yeah, they're not sexified Ghostbusters. They're not booty shorts. And you know, there was a, a photo of uh, Melissa McCarthy or M- McCarthy. Yeah, McCarthy released. There's been a couple of her on set, and it also looks like she's not playing the stereotype that she oh, always good. plays. She looks like she looks like because she's always like very uptight. Her hair is always in a bunch. She's got like glasses on, and there's like a rumor that she's like a librarian. So I'm interested to see, because it looks like they're going to take Kate McKinnon and make her like the wow one, and then Wig and McCarthy are going to be toned down, so I'm... be interesting. Yeah, I'm interested in what's about to happen. Totally happy with the the costumes. I'm okay on the proton packs. I don't know if you got to see it. Um, It it just looks a little... It's it's like modern day. It's really cool, but I was kind of hoping for something that looked... You know, blocky and a little right. You know, junky. I'll, you know, I'll be honest. I think movie creators are really just not in touch with what the current generation wants to see in movies. And I'm not even talking about me and Katrina. I'm talking about the generation below us mm-hmm. who are going to see all these movies. But what they love is 90s cultures, 80s culture. There's this huge nostalgia which they get by making remakes, mm-hmm. but they don't seem to get that. No, no, no. We don't need the remake to take place now. It doesn't need to be current. In fact, we would probably like to see something taking place in the past, like mm-hmm. uh, Greece. Yeah, they didn't film that in the fifties, <laughs> or like that was made in the eighties, and they were like, "It's happy period. days, right?" Like, <laughs> making period pieces. I guess sometimes it's hard, but like the eighties and the nineties are so hot right now. Mm-hmm. It's very strange to me that nobody's like taking these remakes and actually putting them in the past. Like, mm-hmm. we would love that. Not just us, the younger generation, too, because that's what the kids like. It really should. Like, I hate to say it and, like, get all, like, marketing about it again, but it's like, are these studios even looking at what the fuck is going on on YouTube right now? Right. Like, Girl Scouts just debuted, and it's exactly what I've wanted out of everything. Like, it's the most perfect short in the whole wide world, and I love it, and I don't know why that shit's not being, like... That kind of stuff isn't on the big screen. Right. So it's all about paying attention. Yes, and I feel like they just hire a marketing person who's like, ah, social engagement are lies. And they're like, you're hired. <laughs> and it's just, oh, it's so frustrating. Influencers. I am an influencer. <laughs> uh, so The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the title of the upcoming sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently will be very focused on dads mm-hmm. with an S. Unless that was misspoken. 
they specifically said deal with dads. Not, and that's really right. interesting because it, it that's not just Peter Quill's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in a sense, Thanos is the father of uh, Nebula and Gamora. Drax is a father. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to be like, to see like, so it will be multiple dads in that right. sense. So it's really, it's interesting. Um, he yeah. said it will be a lot less action. It will be very, um, kind of more story focused. Mm. Getting to know the characters, which I think is a good idea. Um, mostly because that was what was so enjoyable about mm. them, was seeing how these characters interacted with each other. The Space Avengers. Yes. Um, my only concern is just it's kind of like, oh, it's going to be about dads. It's like, you know, that's original. Like, I'm a sucker for dad things. Like, I, I was very lucky to grow up with an extremely attentive dad. So, like, if it's a dad piece, I'm like, yeah, let's check it out. Meanwhile, I'm always just like, man, I wish I had a dad. Those yeah. were cool. I'm sorry. I had, like, not a, you want my mom? She's not very good. No, my mom sucked, too. <laughs> uh, don't worry, she never watches. Yeah. Hi, my mom. Though my dad might be watching. I love you! <laughs> my mom's cool. Not as cool as my dad, though. Um, so, on to our main topic. Summer conventions. Do, 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 do. Main Boom! Topic. Uh, you couldn't yeah. see it, but Katrina kicked. I kicked. It was she almost took my fan out. Ugh. My fan almost died this day. It's, all, it's life my fan before My leg is like three I'm, feet away from oh, your fan. Me, my leg is can't. like one foot long. Wow, way to lower your own value, <laughs> Katrina. Didn't we just talk about marketing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, we just wanted to talk, basically, for those people that are, are very involved in, in anime or conventions or things like this, we are currently in the midst of what's known as con season, where there are a ton of different conventions, from E3 to uh, Anime Expo to Evo to San Diego Comic Con, all the way out through Gen Con. It's just like, oh, and then D23 the- rounds it out in August, right, and that's and like the end there of are it. millions of other little Comic Cons and Anime Cons that happen all throughout summer. It's very hectic. If you know a cosplayer, you know this life because the cosplayer basically goes, Ah! I can't hang out! I just gotta sit in front of this machine! For like four months. Yep. It's insane. Anyway, so we happen to be going to a few between the two of us. Uh, Katrina's going to Anime Expo. I'm going to Evo and San Diego Comic Con. Are you going to San Diego Comic Con? I will be there. You should get a drink there or Periscope us or something. Hell yeah! Honestly, I've got a pretty open schedule because they want me to do editorial lifestyle stuff, so... Cool. No interviews, no nothing. So somebody tell Classy Don, instead of getting me two drinks, give me a drink, Katrina a drink, we're going to Periscope for you guys, we'll make that happen. Hang out with you. Um, so we have some tips for you for surviving multiple cons in a row, and I didn't know if you wanted to start. Uh, my first uh, tip would be to, um, honestly, this is a personal thing for me that I've kind of come to at this point, Don't don't get too crazy about like... Like, don't worry about recycling outfits and costumes and everything. When you have back-to-back conventions, Mm -hmm. don't stress yourself out to the point where you're making a new costume for the two days between the convention. Um, uh, It's it's really about preparing, so make sure that you have your lists and... um, What was the other last thing that I wanted to say? And... I blanked. Go on. Um, as is, my tips are, a lot of these conventions um, don't check your bags for certain things, and if they do, they'll tell you. I'm not about to tell you to sneak in a bomb. I'm about to tell you to sneak in SlimFast. Mm-hmm. Um, SlimFast has a lot of vitamins and minerals, or you can do a protein shake, whatever you want. But um, sneaking in snacks for yourself is really important because cons are very expensive. If you're going to multiple cons, you cannot afford to buy that $14 pizza every day. Um, so my recommendation to you is to stock up on snacks, to stock up on, uh, if you plan a party on Red Bulls, stock up on water so you can stay hydrated. Um, really take care of yourself and don't run yourself ragged. A lot of people have the tendency when they're at cons to not eat, mm-hmm. to not pay attention to their own needs because they're caught up in the moment, especially younger folk. Once you get older, you stop that bullshit. You You're start like, noticing. Once like, you get older, you start drinking and you like have to eat during the day or <laughs> else you work. puke on the side of San Diego sidewalk. Right. Or you just get hella grumpy and hangry, and Mm. no one wants to go to conventions with you anymore, because you're so hangry. Um, (laughs) So you can see we're telling a lot about ourselves right now. So to to compliment that, uh, research the area around your convention, especially if it's your first year. Um, There are some great blogs that focus specifically on conventions, and if you're going to Comic-Con, there is an entire blog network of people that year-round blog about Comic-Con. So... 
Uh, look up those guys and also map out your area because both Anime Expo and Comic Con have Ralph's grocery mm-hmm. stores in walking distance, and that is how I am surviving my weekends. Yes. I'm allowing myself one dinner out to be a good person and be social, but otherwise, sandwiches. Sandwiches. Uh, I would definitely say, too, if you're old enough to drink and you're drinking at cons, it is so much better to just buy your alcohol ahead of time and put it in your room. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you don't have to um, worry about those $12 cocktails that you're going to be subjected to all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um Sorry, I'm just bringing up... That made me realize what one of my other um, chick pics will be later. Cool. Uh, I will share a guide to Comic-Con that somebody created that I know, but I'll talk about it more when we get to it. Um, you also want to... Don't beat yourself up if you can't do everything you want to do. Mm-hmm. You will have all these ideas. I want to check out this, 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 and this, and I want to go to this panel, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. To be perfectly honest, once you get there, half of those things are not going to happen. Nope. Um, or they're going to happen, and you're going to be miserable... Um, and no one's going to want to come with you to those things. You'll have to do them alone because mm-hmm. it, you don't ever take into account how long it takes to walk through crowds, how tired you'll be after an event, when panels run over, um, you know, things get canceled. So just have in your mind that the goal for you is to have fun. Yep. Pick maybe three things that you definitely want to do. My golden rule is one big thing per day. day. So, like, if mm-hmm. there is some, just pick that With Comic-Con, a lot of the things that I'm doing that I really want to see are things that are going out throughout the weekend. So I've centered, you know, uh, all the Star Wars stuff is on Friday. So Friday is my Star Wars day. And on Saturday is when I'm going to go check out the off-sites. And, you know, so pace yourself out. You have an entire weekend. Pick what you want every day. Set your phone for a reminder so that you know what you're doing, and just have fun. Like, right. don't overcrowd yourself. Right. So keep it real simple. Yes. Um, always really wear sneakers. Agree. Yes. Comfortable shoes. If you can't wear comfortable shoes because you're cross cosplaying or cosplaying, um, be be mindful of your shoe inserts. They're very helpful, especially if you have heels. Mm-hmm. And pack some flats just in case. Yes. You might think always you can pack a flats. Don't make yourself suffer the 13th hour of the day when you could be wearing flat shoes by now. You will regret it the next day, and I guarantee you the next day will be a full convention day. Right, and you won't be able to have as much fun because you're limping around. Just Mm -hmm. bring some flip-flops. Every day of E3, I brought a change of clothes and Mm flip-flops. And I didn't get to shower or anything, but it made me feel a lot better. It made me feel able to go and do things by this change of pace and letting my feet free, God. Mm-hmm. Um, my shoes to this day still stink. I had to put them in the freezer. Thank you for those of you who gave me tips on how to make your shoes not stink. I really appreciated that. <laughs> nice. Um, we'll you, hang out with you, Game Beats Girl, too. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Find us. Um, you should also, if you have um, a 3DS, you should bring it because street passing is actually a really big thing at convention. Yeah. There are actual <laughs> street pass meetups that you can go to. Um, and you can just search Facebook for them. Usually they're open groups and you can mm-hmm. figure out where they are, when they are, and clear out your street passes because they're going to be chock full whenever you're around these people. Um, so yeah, I mean, for the most part, just plan ahead. Really think and take into account what you can physically do and be realistic mm-hmm. about it, you know. Because if you aim for one thing and then you get to do that extra thing you wanted to do, it's a win-win situation right. for you. Yeah. My my nights always are like, this event, this event, this event, this event, I got to one. Woo. But it's fine. Yeah. Um, so that, that those are our tips. Do we have any others we want to add? Um... I would like to suggest that you don't wear cosplay, the same costume every single day. Really take into account, like, the way your body functions and stuff like that. Because you probably, at at these cons, you meet a lot of people. And you never want to make a bad impression because you never know who you're about to meet, you know? Yeah, I have a friend who wears the same one every day. And uh, I've never told him that he smells to high hell. Um, yeah, clean yourself, dudes. Brush your yeah. teeth, put on deodorant. All the basics. Just Basic don't stuff. forget them just because you're at a convention. What do you do in the morning? Do that thing in the morning, right. you know? And you can't help it. If you do sting by the end of the day, fine. It's totally fine. But at least you put in a strong effort to protect yourself and those around you mm-hmm. from your funk. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, carry deodorant, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Just think with sensibility and really prepare because if you go to a convention the size of Comic-Con, I don't care who you are, how many years you're, you've been going, you will always be overwhelmed. This is going to be my fourth year going to mm-hmm. Comic-Con, and I have no idea what's about to happen. I have no clue. Also, uh, <laughs> if you are interested, as far as Comic-Con goes, if the price of a Comic-Con badge bothers you, don't buy a badge. No. Still go to Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, first of all, there are tons of events that take place outside that you do not need a badge for. 
Um, at the very least, most of you know Geek and Sundry never has events that require badges except for panels. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would highly recommend not buying a badge if that's a problem with you, but still coming because there are tons of things to do, A, and B, a lot of times people end up not using their four-day badge. Mm-hmm. Every year that I've gone, by Saturday, oh, somebody just got shot. By Saturday, somebody has handed me a badge. Mm-hmm. So that Sunday I can go into the con. Um, alternatively, there's also a con called GamesCon that happens at the same time as um, Comic-Con. I believe it costs like $10 to mm-hmm. get in. Uh, the price may be changed. That, that was last year. Um, but it's super cheap to go to. It's right around the corner. They have a shuttle that'll take you there. And you can also go there and meet people and have fun and see cool things. So, yeah, don't uh, don't sweat the actual badge for Comic-Con. Yeah, and I mean, if you want to see certain celebrities and see their panels... And not have to even... Even if you have a badge and don't want to go to Hall H, because that's fucking insane. I never um, want to go to Hall H. I never want to go to Hall H either, but I salute the people that try. Um, but there, there's also Nerd HQ. They have conversations with a cause where they invite a lot of celebrities, like many of the celebrities that attend Comic-Con, also go to this. You don't need a badge, but it's a $22 donation, which goes to uh, the Children's, uh, a children's Hospital Network, I believe. Um, and then you get to go in and watch a panel with your favorite celebrity, and it's a one-on-one conversation with them. It's not like, let's get a billion people on the stage at once and talk to them for only an hour. Right. So, I like that better. I think it's more personal. Like, you know, if one of my favorite actors goes and I really want to see them, I have the option to, like, really listen to them. So, yeah. Check right. it out. I mean, Nerd HQ is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um yes. So what are we looking forward to at AX, SDCC, and EVO? Yes. Uh, AX is starting tomorrow, and I think that what I'm looking forward to most at the convention is um, uh, Kiss is playing with Momoro Clover Z, which I think is ridiculous, but there's another concert with Anamanaguchi, and I love them, and I don't really like pixelated bit music all that much, but they're great. They're the people who did uh, a lot tunes. of the chip tunes for the Scott Pilgrim video games, and they're they're a fun, fun, energetic band, and there's, like, a mystery guest, so I'm wondering who it is, because two people from Duran Gray are at the convention. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for that. Otherwise, uh, we have a suite at the Courtyard Marriott. I think people are getting shot outside. It's fine. Okay. Great. Um, and it's gonna be real nice and be drunk, and I guess anime will be there as well. Anime might be there. <laughs> um, yeah, sadly I can't go to Anime Expo this year just because, um, I'm too stressed out thinking about Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I also didn't want to buy the ticket. Uh, but yeah, I would have been looking forward to seeing the DBZ movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, right! Yeah, I just, the, uh, I got the invite for that, and they were like, no. Yeah. And I would have shared it with you, but it's badge only. Yeah, and no, I, I got quite <laughs> a, I got quite a few invites to press things at yeah. Anime Expo. I guess like, I'm on their list or something. Yeah, they, like, auto-send people stuff. But uh, like, let's talk about Evo. Yes. So, um, for Evo, for those of you who don't know, is a video game competition held every year. Um, it's one of the biggest ones, I believe, and this will be my third year going, so I'm pretty excited. It's not going to be in the hellhole shit place it was last year, so I'm also excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five and the new Tekken will probably make appearances there. Um, and it's just a great vibe and energy to watch people. I, I guess what really I love so much about the fighting game community is how professional in some ways it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's people who take it very seriously. It's people who study this as their craft. And who have a lot of sportsmanship, and but at the same, and they have like commentators and everything. But at the same time, they have a lot of fun, and they have a lot of rituals that they do, mm. you know, like uh, chanting and things like that. So, it it always brings me a lot of joy to go to Evo because I get to watch Masters of the Craft. I get it's almost like like um, watching the Super Bowl for mm. me. Like I get the same sort of vibe. Like oh, this is my person, and I'm cheering for them. I'm cheering for the Americans to take it home, goddammit. <laughs> you don't think Americans can play? We can play! Yeah, you've seen yeah. us play soccer? Uh. <laughs> no, no, our girls, I mean. <laughs> our oh, women! Oh, yeah, yeah, they're great. They're <laughs> hey, great. made yeah. it to the finals! Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the new games. Mostly, my, my main thing is to uh, get some more hands-on with the new Tekken, um, just because I'm a Tekken fangirl. <sighs> Still a little sad about some of their character choices, but it's fine! Because I support you, Harada. Don't yell at me on Twitter. You're so mean sometimes. Yeah. I've seen him. Thanks for the diversity, but 
Also, god damn it, Harada, can we have a black woman? Yeah, you seriously. You put a Filipino person before a black person? I just, I mean, guys, stop shooting. What the fuck is that? Are they just shooting Maybe off like fireworks? fireworks? Sounds like Yep, it. it's definitely fireworks. Oh, hopefully. Jesus Christ. Why does it seem like a community that would be problematic for Sarah and Katrina? Because we're not professional? Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, man? Well, I think it might just be that outward, like, um, people think that fighting game community people are sexist. And they're, like, when when they are online, they can be a real pain in the right, ass. Right, but the but actual, like, at gaming events, there's yeah. tons of, of women playing. Mm-hmm. Um, the women are usually on teams with men who are very supportive of them. Mm-hmm. And a huge, huge representation of the LGBT community is in fighting game community. Like, they have a very well-known trans player mm-hmm. who all of the commentators refer to as she. Mm-hmm. They have no problem with it. Yep. And I don't understand what the big deal is. Like, that's, again, like, compared to other gaming communities, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, also, I don't like the fact that fighting games are not included in esports and, like, broadcasts, like, Right, fucking, oh, it's because we're too loud. I don't give a shit about whatever <laughs> the hell, I don't care about StarCraft. I would rather watch fighting games, I'm sorry, you know, if you want to go watch StarCraft, we're on Twitch, you can do that, but I want fighting game tournaments on Twitch, I want fighting games to be considered esports, like... And because that community, in comparison, is so inclusive, it doesn't matter what color you are, what gender or not gender you are, you're, if you're a good player, you're accepted, you're in. And it, that's kind of reflective. I went to Friday, Friday Night Fights a couple times mm-hmm. uh, before, and I've always been, like, all handed a controller. Like, right. they just assume, like, hey, are you nice? Okay. Right. I've never had anyone assume I was the girlfriend mm-hmm. at any fighting game events compared to going to cons. So, Derek, I, I see what you're saying. And there are people who are problematic, of course. There always are. Um, and, honestly, the commentators, more so than the actual players, mm-hmm. is where I've seen that sort of negativity. But when you're actually at fighting game events, I've, I've had none of that directed mm-hmm. towards me. Um, most of the negativity directed towards Sherry, who's one of the higher-profile female fighting game community members, have been from the community, not from the people who are actually playing and at events. It's from the people making comments on Twitch and on Facebook and on YouTube and stuff so if like that. Our, yeah, if our players can be reflective of that kind of methodology, I think eventually we're going to work toward a community that's better. Yeah. Um, but as far as fighting games go, ever since... I was 12. I've been included in that. Like, my guy friends asked if I want to play Street Fighter, and that's that was history from there. Right. So, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, back on topic. We are both going. It's technically on topic. Technically on topic, it is. Um, what are you looking forward to? Um, so, actually, when I go to Comic-Con, I have a very different set of things that I'm, I'm always looking forward to mm-hmm. than other people. I'm not big on panels. I don't know why. But they're just not really my thing. I think it's because I hate waiting, mm-hmm. and then I hate waiting on someone else's schedule, mm-hmm. which is basically all what a panel is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to see what people are wearing. I like to see cosplay, and I like to see what fun outdoor events they have. Um, and this year in particular, because, you know, Work for Geek and Sundry, I think they always throw really awesome events at Comic-Con. This year they're teaming up with Nerdist, and they're basically them and Nerdist and Legendary taking over Petco Park. Mm -hmm. So they're actually what I'm most excited to see, because I really want to see how that goes and see what they're doing and what's different, and they they always have really fun stuff, and hopefully get into a dance party. Yeah, you guys should invite some of your alumni. and the Her Her Universe fashion Yes! I'm so excited for that. I got, I just, you know, I just got my press approval for that so I can get up close and get really good photos, but, um... I'm super excited. I'm designing, like, an R2 outfit because I bought her R2 bows. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing an R2-D2 outfit to that. And I can't wait. Like, it's going to be a really fun, good shot at her dresses that are that were designed. I'm, like, in love with her Princess Leia and Black Widow dresses. And her Haku dress is cool, too. But I um, like that one. What are your so. cosplays going to be for these events? Uh, I am not cosplaying at Comic-Con. Like, the closest I'm getting to is that R2 dress because I am working. Uh, it's... You know, I have an open schedule, but it's kind of like, it's open in that I have room to wiggle, but right. I'm not like, I'm not uh, bounding across the gas lamp, like, I can walk. Are you, uh, <laughs> are you cosplaying for Anime Expo? Yes. Uh, Anime Expo, I am doing Han Solo slash Han Yolo, because uh, I, I upped my game on my Han Solo costume. It looks pretty more, it's pretty legit now. Um, I got, like, a brown wig and everything, like, so I'm doing, like, female Han Solo. Hopefully I'll have, like, a Chewie. I found my taller friend, Erin. Uh, she might 
do it and wear my Chewbacca robe and like a cute little brown dress or something. Um, and then on Friday, I'm doing uh, a Kane Tendo for a Ronma One Half group, which is like the first time I've mm-hmm. cosplayed from anime in like five years, and I'm so about it because I love that show. Um, and then on Saturday, I'll be wearing my R2 dress, which I'm going to finish tonight. Awesome. Um, so at Comic-Con, I might cosplay. I have two that I'm taking with me just in case, because right now, some parts of my schedule are still up in the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention, I am also looking forward to um, Agent Carter news. Yes. Um, and Bioware always has a Bioware base at Comic-Con that is, like, my favorite thing in the world, because they always bring in the people who are working there. Uh, like, you can actually play a game with the developers and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've always really appreciated their events. Um, I will be the female Thor, um, the, just Thor, but I don't want y'all to get confused, so I have to say female Thor, because nobody followed the rules. Are you Jane Thor, Thor or yes. Donald Thor? There you Thor. go. That's how I address him. It's so annoying. Jane I'm like Thor, Thor and they're like, yeah, Thor, he's cool. And I'm like, no, Thor. Thor, like real Thor. They're like, you mean Lady Thor? And I'm like, fuck you guys. Um, so I will be doing Thor. Uh, I did Thor last year, but it was before we saw, we only had the cover to go off of. So my friend Ashi Chen, who you all have seen on a guest on past podcasts, is fixing up the costume now that we've, of course, gotten a full view of what she's wearing. And uh, I'm bringing back an older cosplay, Juanita from Guacamele, because Guacamele um, just got a bunch of new things released on the PS4, and I got really excited about it, and I realized I miss being Juanita. And it's a really great cosplay because my face is covered behind a luchador mask, Mm -hmm. so I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to be cute. I don't have to talk to strangers. I can just waltz through the con, and nobody nobody can't touch this. I can't wait to do a Mandalorian and be able to do that. I'm so excited. I know that's not what a Mandalorian is. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. That's very different. I don't speak... (laughs) I, I just, I want to... I mean, I'm sure if a Wookiee lived on Mandalore and wanted to become, like, a Mandalorian warrior, he could build... Can you imagine a Wookiee with... Or she. Can you imagine a Wookiee with horns and tattoos? That'd be cool. No, it wouldn't. It'd be oh. horrifying. Oh. I like the Wookiee from uh, the Darth Vader comic right now. He's pretty cool. Um, he's, like, all gray, and he's, like, grizzled. He has one eye out. He's Boba Fett's friend. <laughs> it's Boba Fett's friend. He's Boba Fett's friend. Your neighborhood is on fire. It is, but it's Your okay. Neighborhood is on uh, fucking because fire. for those of you who don't know, I have a drinking game. Um, <laughs> it, it's uh, you all should be taking a sip right now. <laughs> Every time you hear a noise from outside, you take a sip. Every time a cat meows, you take a sip. Yep. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I'm really excited for the obviously the Star Wars events. I have heard rumors of an offsite uh, that I think will be really cool. Um, uh, the the rumor is that we're going to get an interior tour of the Millennium Falcon. So you haven't heard it from me, and I didn't hear it from anybody. But that's what I have heard via the internet. So hopefully that happens because that would be something that I am absolutely looking forward to, and that they will have to physically drag me out of because I won't leave. I'll probably get a phone call. Like, Hi, we have used emergency contact for <laughs> Katrina. She's uh, she on any medication? Or she just is like, she not leaving the? Uh, you know, well, she handcuffed there. herself to the uh, control panel and right. <laughs> this is this is part of the course for Katrina. I'll be there momentarily. I just want to be on solo, you guys. Um, also, if by any chance any of you are coming and are women, Geek Girl Brunch is going to have one of our brunches there. I didn't know that. Yeah, we haven't told anybody yet. Okay, exclusive. <laughs> Exclusives! All right. Cool. Uh, so that's our main topic, unless there's anything else. No, I mean, that's it. I'm good to go. Um, so next, uh, we talk about our chick picks, which are things that we recommend to you that usually uh, come from female creators, etc. Um, and I will start us off, mm-hmm. and I have a link for you all. Nope, that's not the link. I lied to you. Katrina, you should talk until I find I guess link. my first uh, pick would be to go watch Girl Scouts. Uh, I believe that's GRR. L uh, Scouts. It's a brand new uh, YouTube short um, produced by our friends Mike Diva, Alyssa, and uh, the original comic creator Jim the Food. It's 14 minutes of amazingness, and if you don't watch it, I don't know what to tell you. It's like uh, they describe it as Scott Pilgrim meets Broad City. I describe it as Scott Pilgrim meets Broad City plus cocaine. Uh, there's no cocaine in the show, just weed, but it's like who, you know, it was made with cocaine. Um, but in a good way, and it's great. It's a really fun show. The actresses are great. I love them. They're a diverse. Um, there's even like a character arc in the middle of it all. So I, I enjoy Girl Scouts. Go watch it. 
Yes, Mike D. and Alyssa are true champs. Um, so I just posted it in in there. It's the guide to um, STCC 2015. It's specifically a geek girl's guide, but I think if you're watching our podcast, it's probably relevant to your interests. Um, Megan Gotch, who was uh, used to be one of the officers of Geek Girl Brunch, um, created it, and I think it's really helpful. So that is my first chick pick. And that was my other first chick pick. So I guess my second chick pick would be. Um Ashley Chan's new show. Uh, she has a Food Wars-based show where she makes, uh, from the show Food, Food Wars, uh, the anime, she makes uh, the dishes that they serve mm-hmm. on the show. And it premieres on, Jan- on June, July 7th, um, which is very soon. Right. She sent me, like, a snippet example, and I was so hungry by the end of it, it really wasn't fair. She's so good. So, the, like, you, these amazing, ridiculous foods that you see on Food Wars come to life, and you can get the recipes... And uh, even see how it's made and try to make it yourself. But probably not as good a cook as she is. Right. But you're okay. Ashford's pretty good cook. Yeah. Like, she even burns stuff sometimes. It's delicious. That's mm-hmm. an inside joke. Um, the next one, I just posted the link for me, is uh, the Girl Scouts for Every Girl Indiegogo. Um, basically, some rich asshole donated, like, $100,000 to the Girl Scouts, but was like, I want to be assured that none of this money will go to transgendered people and the Girl Scouts were like take your fucking money back (laughs) we don't want your shit over here Mm -hmm. and so basically they're doing an Indiegogo now to re-raise that money but with people who aren't dick bags Mm -hmm. and you can get cookies out of it you can get cookies out of it they have already made over $200,000 successfully funding 1,000 girls getting into Girl Scouts Mm -hmm. um now, I was kicked out of Girl Scouts because of a bad troop leader, but uh, it's a positive experience. It's really good to have. Um, it taught me a lot of social skills that I would otherwise lack and have since lost. So I've always, I always <laughs> wanted to be a Girl Scout when I was little. It's all right. My mom was like, that's, But it's good. I was like, that costs money. Yeah, I mean, back then, my troops sucked. Like, we were in Miami. I don't think, you know. But the Girl Scouts organization is great. There's such a, a wonderful mentorship program. They're encouraging girls to get into STEM now. And, of course, they're accepting all girls because right. Girl Scouts is for every girl. Um, they've also, in the past, worked with Wiggy uh, to do, like, actual learning how to build video game courses. And mm-hmm. it's an actual badge, like, video game developer badge, which is pretty awesome if you ask me. So if you want little girls to learn how to make the video games that you're going to ra- waste the rest of your life on, Help them out. Man, come on. Um, Wasting my life. Wasting my life away on this game. Thank you, small girls. Um, (laughs) Thank uh, you, tiny Satan. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that we hate them. It's just that all children are tiny tiny Satan's. It's fine. (laughs) If you're a child, just accept it. Have that. You're a tiny Satan. Go you! Um, My third pick would also be a Comic-Con vlog. My friend Tony Kim runs crazyforcomiccon.com, and it's wall-to-wall, year-round Comic-Con advice. Uh, It's definitely worth checking out if you're about to go next week. Uh, And then, of course, Megan's. And they're both hosting a panel and the Game of Bloggers meetup on Wednesday. So, the panel's on Friday, and the Game of Bloggers meetup is on Wednesday. But... Yeah, you should definitely go check out crazyforcomiccon.com if you're about to go to San Diego. Prepare yourself. They're very helpful. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts, and yeah, I guess we'll see you there. I was once on a panel Mm -hmm. um, with both... Actually, that's how I met Megan, Hmm. uh, and Tony had me on the panel. It was a diversity panel. I had to yell at an actress. She didn't understand that rape should not always be a story used. Yeah. Bless her heart. Uh, The next thing I've posted is uh, an interview with the Steven Universe storyboarder and illustrator, Helen Joe. I just thought it was interesting to read. um, I always find it interesting to read about um, female animators. Uh, We don't hear about them that often. Mm -hmm. And Steven Universe is a show that breaks a lot of barriers and that people are really excited about. So I found it interesting, and I hope you do too. Mm -hmm. And I think... That's just about it. Uh, stay tuned for updates on our Twitter, our personal Twitters. Uh, I'm at Okatrina, and I, she's... I'm Sarah the Rebel. Yeah, um... <laughs> we lost the pass... Well, we... I say we, but it's me. I lost the password, Woman Up Podcast, <laughs> and Twitter said, uh, fuck you, and that's it. So we have to wait six months 
until it has been inactive for six months, and then we may petition Twitter to give us the name. So back. until we figure that out, just follow our, um, our our us on Twitter so that you can keep updated on Comic Con. Please come meet us. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm totally open to hanging out with people. Um, so yeah, just let us know where you're at and come tweet at us. Me. Yeah, and 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 hang out. Yeah. Um, and we also have a Tumblr. Yeah, it's womanuppodcast.tumblr.com. <laughs> and also, we are on allgames.com, uh, where you can listen to this, and some of you maybe are listening to it. Hi! Hi! Uh, we've had uh, some some new fans come about because of that, so that's been really cool, um, meeting all of you. So we, we're excited to chat with you more and, and talk games and comics and geekery with you. Yay! And I believe that's all of it, right? We covered everything. Okay, cool. Who are yes. you? I'm O Katrina. And I have been Sarah the Rebel. And this, and this has been, been Woman Up Podcast. Podcast.